Hi, I'm Jesse. We're in our series called Radical Family, and we're just seeking out wisdom from the Word of God that tells us how to structure our families. How does a family operate? Whether you're single, married, widowed, divorced, wherever you are, there's biblical wisdom for you. Uh, kids, you're not off the hook, man. The way that you speak to mom and dad, the way that you honor your father and mother, that also is going to be covered by the content of this series. And today, I wanted to come from Colossians chapter 3. This is actually my dad's, uh, my dad's favorite chapter of the Bible. It's very practical. It's also very rapid fire. So it makes it hard. He covers a lot of ground in a few verses. So it makes it really difficult to, to exposit all of, the, all of the calls to action that he gives in the context of a sermon. But our devotion format actually lends itself pretty well to being able to unpack this stuff and move through it gradually. So I want to give us a running start, start in Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. And then we're going to see this rapid fire series of, of instruction. And it, it affects how we talk to each other, how we relate to one another. So if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Therefore, put to death what belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, God's wrath is coming upon the disobedient. And you once walked in these things when you were living in them, but now put away all the following, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and filthy language from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, you are being renewed in knowledge according to the image of your creator. In Christ, there's not Greek and Jew, circumcision and uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, slave and free, but Christ is all and in all. Therefore, as God's chosen ones, holy and dearly loved, put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another if anyone has a grievance against another. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you are also to forgive. Above all, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity, and let the peace of Christ, to which you were also called in one body, rule your hearts and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell richly among you in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another through psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Wives, submit yourselves to your husbands as is fitting to the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and don't be bitter toward them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not exasperate your children so that they won't become discouraged. Slaves, obey your human masters in everything. All right, remember the context of slavery. It's not chattel slavery. This is indentured servitude. And it was uh, more, more akin to uh, the modern-day employee-employer relationship. Don't work only while being watched as people-pleasers, but work 
wholeheartedly fearing the Lord. Whatever you do, do it from the heart as something done for the Lord and not for people, knowing that you will receive reward, uh, you will receive the reward of an inheritance from the Lord. You serve the Lord Christ, for the wrongdoer will be paid back whatever wrong he has done, and there is no favoritism. Masters, deal with your slaves justly and fairly, since you know that you too have a master in heaven. Devote yourselves to prayer. Stay alert with thanksgiving. So this is dense, right? And I want to go back in our, in our, uh, in our upcoming devotions here and, and focus on this, but I wanted to introduce the broad picture of the text. It all begins with this call to point our, our eyes heavenward, to set our minds on things above and not on earthly things, to, uh, to, to set our minds on things where Christ is hidden with, uh, uh, where, uh, sorry, where Christ sits at the right hand of God. I mean, that's, that's, that's bringing your chin pretty high, isn't it, right? But if that's where your mind is set, it affects everything else. If uh, you have this heavenly horizon ever centered, then you can endure trial and difficulty and pain. If you have your mind set on things above and you view people through a lens of the gospel, then that affects your relationships. That affects the way that you approach church. That affects the way that you approach your marriage. Set your minds on things above and not on earthly things. For you died. Okay, like remember when we baptized you, that was a funeral. And that was the old you that we put under the water. And the new you woke up. All right, and you were raised to walk in, in a new life. All right, so Paul's reminding them, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, because that old you is dead, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. So it's speaking about heaven to come and our glorification, that day that our Redeemer brings us home. What an amazing, amazing finish line to look forward to. And that just kind of frames everything else. So in verse 5 is where things start getting really, really specific. And he, uh, the very first thing that he lists in uh, putting to death what belongs to our earthly nature is sexual immorality. All right, and it lists sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. So that's the first of the list. We're going to zoom in on that tomorrow. But chapter three opens with this uh, call to look heavenward. That frames all of the rapid fire instructions that he gives and what's next. So I can't wait to, to delve into this text beginning in verse five with you tomorrow.